Innard Architectural Designs, and we're now we're not recording. Now we are. Hi, this is Jack Baldwin with Raynard Architectural Designs, and you're listening to By Design, our podcast about professional creativity. And today I am lucky because I get to be joined by both of my business partners and my very good friends, James Knight. How are you today, James? I'm good, Jack. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. So you had some travels throughout December and January, and now you're back at home? No, not yet. I'll be back home uh, this weekend, actually. Great. Where are you right now? I am on the Sunshine Coast, just north of Brisbane in Australia. Nice. Glad to have you joining us uh, for our, this is actually our second by design podcast. So, um, and then for the first time, we're having Kaylin on the podcast. So, Kaylin, how are you? Uh, yeah, doing good. Glad, glad to be here. And uh, I, I was super bummed that I had to miss the first one. Actually, I was looking forward to that. Ew. But yeah, yeah it was I, a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, that was when lightning blew up a tree in my backyard. So I, I was having some that. electrical problems. <laughs> a good excuse. Yeah, you did finally have a good excuse for not not making it. So we we let right. it slide. And she had James. She did have pictures to prove it. So I, I let it go. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so my hope is that all three of us will get to banter together in the future as often as possible. Um, but again, I, I, I was I meant it what I said when we started. I feel really lucky to get to record uh, an actual podcast. I think it's the first time the three of us have gotten to do, to do this together. <clears throat> and it's really exciting. You guys are both um, the, my two business partners. Uh, we started Raynard Architectural Designs together. Um, and here we are, and it's it's been a really fantastic 2021 that we just finished up. I thought mm -hmm. uh, we had an awesome year. We learned a lot. Uh, we grew, and um, we didn't hate each other at the end of 2021. <laughs> um, so I felt like it was a really good partnership. Like we're starting 2022 with some really good stuff happening and some exciting things going on. So uh, very grateful to have you guys in my life, and uh, grateful to have you guys to partner with at Raynard. Yeah, so, same, same. Yeah. Our topic is James Knight today. We're actually going to just be talking about James. So <laughs> the hot seat. You're in the hot seat, James. Um, now we're going to get to hear your story, and um, anybody listening, I guess they can tell from your accent that you are uh, not just living in Australia, but from there and grew up there. So um, we just wanted to kind of go through a couple mm -hmm. questions um, and, and just yeah, cool. let the conversation yeah. go where it will. Yeah. So in, in true superhero fashion, James, uh, what is your origin story? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Good question. Uh, How did you gain your superpowers? <laughs> I would, I wouldn't really call them superpowers. It kind of just, you kind of just go with the flow. I think <laughs> you make it up as you go along maybe. Um, well, geez, I mean, we could go all the way back to when I first wanted to be an architect. Um, That's a good start. Yeah. So probably when I was, I, I remember being in um, in well, probably fifth grade when I decided I enjoyed drawing so much. I had a teacher that was really inspiring for me and convinced me that's what I would want to do. And and then from that point on, I just, I did a lot of drawing classes. I did anything I could go towards building things or figuring out how it worked. That's that's where I was. 
So and, what were uh, some of your favorite things to draw when you were at that age? Were you doing only buildings or characters or, or what were you drawing? Uh, character design actually back then. I mean, <laughs> I remember the first thing I drew that, that that specific teacher actually commented on was um we were doing Christmas stories and I drew um just like a tin soldier on one of <laughs> one of the Christmas stories that we had. And, oh, that's cool. I know, but it must have just been very precise, you know. So <laughs> with the I used to love drawing and, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when I was that age. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And look where we are now. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So you drew some characters and the teacher um noticed and you, you started getting yeah. inspired, huh? It's funny how teachers can have that impact um, sure. so, so early on. Yeah. And then I, I and hear then so many there. times that it's teachers that make such that, that those impacts. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's like um, my family is quite artistic, though. And, and my uncle was uh, a senior draftsman. So he did a lot of design work as well. And it, um, my uncle was a jewelry designer. And so th there's still design in our family and my aunt's an interior designer. So it's, it's, it's not like it's unique to myself, but, yeah. um, yeah, there's definitely, definitely a moment that I remember for sure. And so um, where did that take you? So you, you're, you're on a path to become an architect at a young age. Yep. Yep. Um, then, then lead me into high school where I just did horribly and never got the mark to get into <laughs> So just came close to flunking out of high school, but but um, it got to a point where I was like, no, you need to, you need to knuckle down and do it. So I spent the years after high school doing makeup courses until I got into into architecture school um, up at a place called Newcastle, which is a a, a city north of where I grew up, so not Sydney, um, mm -hmm. and just studied my undergraduate there, which was great, and met some really nice people. Really, that was a, you know, a hands-on experience university. You know, we did a lot of hand drawing. We weren't allowed to use computers. Oh, nice. To submit any of our work from. So that was fun. There was a lot of models, uh, a lot of site visits. So it, it was good fun. You, you'd go out and camp on site and stuff like that. So that was, that was something unique. And then... Um, and then from there it was, you know, I got a, I got a job in an office. So I worked my whole time at that point. I was, I was much more serious about my education and getting it done. So yeah, I worked through in different architectural offices and, and, and just met some really good employers and, and some good people to work with and just really lucky really. And then that led me into the university of Sydney where I did my masters. And, um, so what year was that when you started your masters? When I started my master's would have been uh, 2014. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I started late. I didn't get into university until I was um, 21. So I traveled after high school and mm. as a lot of people do until I was 21. And then I started my undergraduate and then and did my three years and then just went straight into my master's. And I was lucky enough to meet um, a man called Sam Marshall in my undergraduate who did did the, the big um, contemporary art museum in Sydney mm. and he just taught me a, a bunch of stuff and I worked for him for for free basically <laughs> for many years just soaking up everything that he that he could tell me about architecture and you know was, he was a good mentor at the time and yeah and he helped me get to Sydney University and kind of like showed me that there was no real limits to what we could do so worked with him and then we did did my master's and 
then I wanted to get back and travel a little bit and see the world. And, and then there I was in America all of a sudden. So. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 2019. I think it's January. And a tall uh, blonde guy walks into the office with my dad and introduces me to him. And I'm like, well, he came from Australia to work here? <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't figure it out. So I remember that's the day I remember meeting you. It was 2019. Was that right? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what brought you to Atlanta? Yeah. So um, initially it was travel and then I had some family. My aunt, who's the interior designer, she's she's in Atlanta and she's based, um, you know, in Georgia and North Carolina. So she moves all over the place. And I connected up with her and I was like, hey, listen, I want to I want to do something different for, for a moment. And um, so, yeah, it just, just gave me a really good opportunity, I guess, to get out of the country and see something different and meet different people. So sure coming over was was you know it had its good points it had its its rough rough points but um yeah, and you went through some of those rough points together too yes some of them we did yeah and then and then of course COVID as well a different rough point yeah but, right right um yeah yeah no, you ended up you ended up going back to Australia right when everything happened is that is that is was that, is that the timeline for for COVID the COVID um I waited maybe six months before okay. i came back okay which was good news. Timing right me because australia being as strict as it is was harder and harder to get into um, right i actually flew out of america on thanksgiving and <laughs> it's just the cheapest flight because right. yeah. Yeah. yeah the price of flights went up to like ten thousand dollars a ticket and stuff i was just like that's not happening yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> you know people were scared so no, I got a decent flight and I flew out and then I had to spend two weeks in quarantine and here in Australia. And then, and then after that, it was, we didn't really have um, any COVID until about now, really. We were having maybe like 10 cases a day at the time. So once you were out of quarantine, you were just back to normal. Well, so we're looking forward up. to having you visit again when, and we're looking forward to visiting you. Uh, right, when came, right. When, when things are a little bit more normal, but uh, I did want to just, yeah, the, revisit that moment and uh between you know when you you uh came to atlanta and that's when because uh, that's when the three of us connected that year uh mm -hmm. kaylin um we started working together in 2019 like in august i think yeah i and, think yeah sometime in the summer yeah yeah and then i just you know remember that that year uh was was a rough one for me as well ups and downs but uh that that was like a big highlight uh looking back on that year was uh connecting with the two of you um, I remember Kaylin giving me that book, which we'll get into my story and Kaylin's story later, but it all kind of uh, rolled into what became Raynard Architectural Designs. So um, James coming to Atlanta and us working together led to, um, for, for us, a, you know, seeing a dream come true uh, with our company getting started. So um, yeah, so that I think it's a great origin story. It kind of brings us up to, to today where we're at. Um, so James, what I wanted to ask you as far as uh, as being an architect um what's really what do you find really inspiring i know that's a really really big question um, <laughs> but but you know it's it's a creative process and um sometimes it's a movie you watch sometimes it's a lecture you're given you know maybe just i'll leave it way way wide open and you just tell me things that have inspired you um in your work and or, or maybe some sources of inspiration for you sure um it is it is a pretty big question. 
I, I would probably say there's a few things. It can't just be one thing, right? Yeah. So um, obviously we spend a lot of time, you know, you, you're looking through pictures, you're reading about different projects and stuff like that. So obviously there's a, there's a deal of that that happens where, you know, you see something really interesting. You're like, oh, I really want to try that. Maybe I'll get the opportunity one day to try that. Um, and, and and lucky for us, we get some great clients. And mm-hmm. when it comes to a residential sort of space, we do get to try a lot of those options out, or at least I get to pitch them to clients, whether or not they go for it is something completely different. <laughs> And um, and then I've done you know all my other commercial sort of work, so I get to try out other uh, other ideas that might not be residential, sort of sided on those sort of projects. So it, there's that sort of thing, and then and then there's the people you work with and, and the mentors that you have as well. And you know I have a mentor here in Australia who, who teaches me just all this sort of stuff that I wouldn't even think about every time I talk to him, every time I sit down with him. So he's mm-hmm. quite inspiring mm-hmm. for me, just like those sort of people make you look at things differently. Yeah. Right. You know, even when the three of us sit together and we just kind of joke about things and we talk through things, it's just kind of like, yeah, I didn't think of it like that. That's it's quite a good way. And then your mind just kind of goes that way and you start thinking of new ideas or maybe problem solving something that's come up in conversation. Mm-hmm. And then, and then the biggest one for us is, is clients. So I talked to a lot of people, you know, friends from university or different, different architects that we've worked with or worked for in the past. And, they all have a niche where they kind of are like some people do banks um some people do a certain type of farmhouse sort of housing style mm-hmm. yeah. like that. or some people just do commercial work i have a good friend here that just does you know warehouses and he makes he makes money out of that it's not very inspiring for him but you know that's what he <laughs> likes doing right um, but we do we touch on so many different things and that comes down to the clients um Right. So I really enjoy connecting with the clients. I like responding to them. And, um, you know, I find that that takes down a lot of barriers um, between whether it's location-based because, you know, I'm in Australia and, and they're over there or, you know, sometimes they have they have a lot of questions when it comes into design. People, people aren't really sure what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, there's obviously quite a different sort of approach in Australia than there is in, in the US. So you've got to coordinate that sort of thing as well. So so that sort of stuff really, really inspires me. It's fun working through those problems and, and trying to organize it. Right. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think back on a lot of the um, projects that we went out um, on together when we were both here in Atlanta. And um, I found those moments inspiring too. I, I feel like there's something that kind of clicked when we were out together, you know, in, in Locust Grove meeting with, uh, remember that couple that we did the Asian style home for them and yeah. by yeah. down by the lake. And there, that was just kind of, I remember that even be kind of a turning moment um, in my mind of um, that that was inspiring, you know, just to hear people's dreams being talked about and in, in the, on the land that they were looking at building on. And um, I just saw how well you connected with them, James, and uh, just how you make that conversation so easy. Because I think when you're starting the creative process, you, you're, the big challenge is getting people comfortable to really get their ideas going. And then also you capturing them and listening to them. And you've always had such a good um, demeanor with clients. Like <laughs> I would almost think of it like a bedside manner, you know, able to get <laughs> people to just feel comfortable and feel like they're being listened to, you know. So um, well, there's a lot of different types of um clients out there right so, some have everything figured out right mm-hmm. some some need a little bit of hand holding or you know bedside manner where you know you have to 
almost tease the answers out of them, but like you're working with them to figure out what they need and they, they just yeah. have an overall vision. They haven't thought of the details yet. So just you're, everything good, you're good at you're good at assessing and you know understanding for people's personalities and what their preparedness level is and you know are they going to be really high maintenance or are they going to be um you know really you know give us a lot of runway you know there's and, and there's no real good or bad answers to those questions there's just that mm -hmm. everybody's different and everybody has a different experience coming into it but um i think that's what makes us good at what we do is when we're um, able to be adaptive um, to people and and I've, I've admired that about you and and how you you know draw that inspiration out of people too so that that makes the job really fun when we see people's homes designed it, it's really satisfying right yeah. Um, James, do you have a, um, I know you mentioned a mentor, but do you have, uh, like a, a, an architect that you kind of like model your style to, or maybe an architectural style, um, that maybe that you want to grow into, or are you just kind of finding out what your, what your shtick is, uh, you know, in, in your design process? Yeah. Interesting question. Um, I guess I'll go with the second option there. I'm mm -hmm. <laughs> trying to figure it out. Um, obviously, there's certain people I look up to. That's for certain. I mean, I talked about my mentor here at the moment. Um, I don't know necessarily if I'm trying to design in his style. He's quite contemporary, mm -hmm. um, but he does all commercial work, sort of thing. So it's I, I really where I find most joy is probably in in residential, um, mm -hmm. not so much in um, commercial or the commercial is fun because you can do bigger stuff sure but you get the reaction out of a residential that you don't get out of a commercial job right um but there are there are certain probably certain um architects that i would follow mm -hmm. obviously being australian and, and if anyone knows about australian architects you have glenn Merkett, who's quite a good um source of inspiration mm -hmm. one of the pieces i designed for myself was based off um you know a lot of his architecture in my own style a little bit more contemporary than what he would design in his is a little bit more rural and rustic sure. which is you know great but um but yeah no okay. one super specific i i you know because we do change a lot right. um and then there are there are bigger firms in, in in um europe and in america that obviously i go there from time to time just to see what's happening with them and and things like that but yeah knowing that i would be like hey i really want to just be like this is the way i'm going not at the moment right. at least right yeah. right We're just trying to figure things out and i think i think some design styles keep coming back sure. back up again for us mm -hmm. but um but i wouldn't i wouldn't put that down on one person yet not quite yet gotcha gotcha okay very cool so you're still very much you know just it's kind of like your exploratory phase you're still you know obviously you're still young in your career so as well so um mm -hmm. yeah okay uh so, yeah, there's, so there's still plenty of things to do <laughs> right 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 yeah yeah we've we've uh not seen everything yet that's for sure so um so what's one what of your favorite projects that you've worked on well it's another hard question isn't it um right right tiny, tiny little tree house yeah. <laughs> we have done a few few tree houses recently which have been really fun um, yeah yeah i mean we did we did a couple of, in atlanta we did a townhouse in atlanta that was mm -hmm. a little bit higher market um, modern farmhouse that was that was for um standard drive right that's that was a really fun project and we had we had a great team on board there because the contractor was on board the survey team was on board so 
you know, we would have design meetings where there'd be like 10 people involved from, from, you know, the city, the city getting in, in on the meetings because we had to do a variance. There was so mm -hmm. much involved in that project. That was, that was actually quite fun. And we learned a ton of stuff there. And, you know, we, we may be working with that client again in the future, which is super exciting because you get, yeah. you, get so, you get so happy when the client comes back and like, Hey, we're, we're doing another project. And, you know, so that, yes. that was actually a lot of fun. That was that, memorable. That was memorable. Yeah, that was a good one. And we went out, like even Jack and I both went out on site to measure that existing house. So, you know, there was a lot to that project. Oh my gosh. I just remember all the, it was kind of like just had been abandoned this home and yeah. it was like a treasure trove and of weird stuff that like, got left behind. It was like, it was, it was like this tiny little house. It was like separated into three different units or something like that. And it yes. Was like, it Interesting. Was Oh, it was, it was so ugly. It's in Brookhaven and it was like the ugliest house in the corner. I remember people driving by and be like, Hey, are y'all the architects to fix this place up? And we're like, yeah, sure, like, they were oh, thank so you. Happy. Can we help? Can we pay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And right. All these, all these super nice houses around it. And then it was just yeah. like this corner that had like long grass. And <laughs> <laughs> that so that was, was fun. That was, that was a good one. And then, you know, we've done a couple of others in Brookhaven that have been really fun. And, um, It'd be good to go back and talk to those clients and get photos of their houses. Oh, stuff, well, so. yeah. And it's it's also awesome. I mean, yeah. I was yeah, just go gonna ahead. say it's it's also I mean that's something we've always enjoyed together is just when a team comes together. It, that's that's what's you know it's, there's there's style and there's artisticness and um, flair and the, you know the architectural side of it. But there's also sometimes just like it's great to see people all rolling up their sleeves and and getting involved and and a. a, a project that everybody's passionate about it's really fun mm -hmm. yeah when the team when the team really works well together that's, that's something different isn't it so mm -hmm. you know it's, it wasn't like there wasn't anyone on that team that was like dragging the chain so to speak it was just right. like everyone that was doing good yeah i do remember that well, well was there another project you were thinking of too james i think we have um i think we have a couple of really good ones in the works at the moment yeah. um so that'll be interesting to see how they progress well, that's what's fun about what we do is is I'm I'm just as you mentioned that you know my mind was just racing thinking about all these people that we've worked with in 2021 and the projects we're mm -hmm. wrapping up this year and every one of them has a different story and right you know it's all it's like not to be overly sentimental it's like who's my favorite child um, mm -hmm. but you do feel that attachment to to the people and the personal um, story that's going on for each project they're also different and um but I, there's there's things about each one that makes them so memorable and um, um yeah it's just that's what makes what we get to do really fun especially doing residential stuff um but but yeah. speaking of the process of a project uh james what do you find most rewarding in the design process um most rewarding is when or, or enjoyable or yeah the thing that's most rewarding is when I go off topic and then show the client something that they haven't asked for and they enjoy. <laughs> I like that too. <laughs> that is probably the most rewarding thing. So we have like the way that I kind of design things is we almost present two plans to people. Not every time. Some some people are very specific in what they want, but if, if there's a question mark there, and I feel like there's a question mark when I'm talking to them. I'm like, all right, well, I see what you're asking for and, and you've designed it to a point, which is great. And then there's there's a gap there where they're yes. like, yeah, but it could be better. And I'm like, well, I can fill that gap. That's great. <laughs> I love yeah. that. I love that. Because I can give them 
So if they've got a floor plan, I'll give them the floor plan. I'm like, this is what you've asked for, and it, this is what works and what doesn't. These are pros and cons. And then I've done something that's completely different. Right. <laughs> and it's like when your I, eyes light up when somebody says, like, we had a call with a client just before this, and she said, well, you can do whatever you want. And I was like, well, <laughs> I want to see where that goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that could be interesting. But no, I mean, she sent yeah. through she sent through a ton of um, images. Yeah, they're just very helpful. Images, right? So they're not, they're not. Um, they're but not she's giving you, per, when she gives you permission to be creative, you know, like anybody yeah. giving you permission to, uh, you know, come up with ideas, that's, that's fun. That's a, that's like right. a challenge. Yeah, exactly. But you can take those images and you can take that, turn that mm -hmm. into, so there are design parameters, but and you got to design within them, but like, that's the fun part. Like, right. especially if you've not designed in that style before or something like that, mm. you can turn around and be like, oh, this is going to be good. And then you can research that style and be like, oh, look at all these sort of interesting things. And, because people ask me, like, do you want to do contemporary architecture or do you want to do farmhouse and stuff like that? Sometimes farmhouse, like modern farmhouses, are really fun to design. You know, there's a lot that right. goes into it. Um, and if you do something, you know, you take you take a few elements from a few different designs that you really like and you make them work together. And it's just like, wow, that's actually really fun. And they yeah. see it and they're like, oh, I didn't think that was possible. You know, that that's, that's really nice. Well, and I think you only get there you can take those risks when you understand what the client is after. Right. Yeah. If you know what their goals and their dreams and, and their value is, I mean, that's, that's what's so critical to me. You need to understand what people really, Oh, my watch started talking to me in the middle of that. <laughs> Did that get that? Was that on air? It was. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have to use the bleep button. Um, no, but uh, I had a, we were sitting down with a client um, the other day and, I remember him saying to me, uh, how would you like, how do you think of things that we haven't told you? Like, how do you come up with like right. an idea that we haven't, like, what if we don't know that we want a balcony and you suggest it, how do you get to that point? And I said, the more we understand what you really value, like what, what is it about your home experience that you really love? Is it mm. like, where do you want to spend your time? Where do you see yourself, you know, spending your time in the future with family outdoors upstairs? Like, so we ask questions and get to know what you really care about. And then there's that gap in between that J James is talking about of, you know, meeting a need that wasn't even precisely articulated. Mm. And yet you anticipate that with, with a flair and a surprise. And that's, I, I see why that's rewarding because you've, you've understood the client, you've understood what they need and want and hope for, and then incorporated that into something innovative. And that's yeah. Cool. Yeah. You're connecting, you're connecting to the client's actual like want. And, and, yeah. and dream really i mean you know the 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 building is just the result but the mm -hmm. you know the dream and and what people want is a lot of times not necessarily a tangible thing and mm -hmm. so it's that that feeling so yeah, yeah. it's super cool I, I i i'm not part of the design process at all but i like to see it from afar <laughs> yeah it doesn't always work out though i mean like sometimes you take a risk and the client's just like no right 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 like, yeah i've got i've got those emails i got i got one i need to read at the moment sure but <laughs> it, so it doesn't always work out but it's it's worth taking the risk and you know i tell clients look you may not like everything and you may like some things you may like one thing out of the 10 that i give you mm -hmm. and that's fine that's absolutely fine you may not like any of it and but that's part of the process right and you know no one gets upset about it no one i'm my feelings i've heard if you tell me look why did you give me an upside down house and i'm like 
an idiot. But, um, <laughs> you know, no one gets upset. You're just like, okay, yeah. So now I understand you better because what right. I've shown you, I've just, I've just crossed out all these things off the list mm-hmm. that you don't want, which I didn't know before. So now we're really narrowing down to what, what you want. Mm. so you know it's just a process and that's that's the fun part about it absolutely and it is fun and this was fun this was really fun to um, get to hear your story james and yeah um you know as we were talking i was thinking about our our time together in atlanta and going to savannah and running a half marathon and hoping we get to yeah we we had a lot of fried chicken together um in the battery. I do think about that fried chicken a lot. <laughs> well, it's not there any longer, unfortunately. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, James, you're your dear friend, and I'm so proud to call you uh, a partner to both Kaylin and I. Um, mm-hmm. You really make what we do awesome. And um, yeah. so this was a lot of fun to get to talk, and uh, looking forward to spending time in person to get together again soon. Right. So yes. next time on our By Design podcast recording, we're going to put Kaylin in the hot seat. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Kayla, I will not be sending you the questions ahead of time. You have to wait. Dang it. <laughs> fine, fine. No, no cheating on the test. As long as you're uh, okay with me rambling and it might not make sense at all, then fine. Oh, we, I have an edit. I have an edit <laughs> button for that. That's yeah. what that's what that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true, actually. <laughs> Anyhow, James, thank you so much for sharing your story today. Yeah, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. And Kaylin, uh, Thanks for making time today to talk with James and welcome to the podcast. We're so glad that you're finally one of the co-hosts. Yeah. Yeah. Happy to be here. So it's super fun. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think of a clever way to sign off, but I guess I'll just say goodbye and we'll talk again soon. (laughs) 